0: This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 FM. And occasionally we have the honor and the privilege and the distinction of welcoming on Alistair Anderson, our culture and current, well not current affairs, more culture correspondent, uh, to talk to us about what is going on in our good city to keep you entertained. And we have that honor, privilege and, uh, and pleasure today. Alistair, how are you doing? How are you, Benji? I am doing fantastically. Uh, let's start with movies. At uh, the start, I am partial to the occasional movie. Uh, people making quite a lot about the fact that the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer are coming out on the same weekend.
1: Yeah, so that's happening in July, um, later this month. And it's quite funny, Margot Robbie um, posted things on Instagram, so she's obviously playing Barbie, uh, her and the director. Um Greta Gerwig posted a little thing on Instagram saying that they'd bought tickets for Oppenheimer, so it's a bit of a, I suppose you can call it a um, PR stunt, Um, but yeah, it's it's just ironic that the super happy, friendly um, holiday movie Barbie is on the same day as the guy that you know designed the atomic bomb, and that's supposed to be a really harrowing film. So this is a very I interesting.
0: I mean, Chris, Chris Nolan. I mean, Barbie could be probably fairly harrowing. You never know, Alistair. But um, Chris Nolan, he does these very big, epic war films. But the truth is, is that you know, Oppenheimer developed the atomic bomb kind of safely in America. Although you know, a lot of the scientists were running away from the Nazis and all of that sort of thing. So, it'd be interesting to see how Chris Nolan translates that story into something kind of epic, which is which is sort of what he he's sort of known for.
1: Yeah, look, um, to be honest, his last couple of movies have been a little bit miss for me. You know, Tenants was the last big thing that he brought out uh, back in 2020, um, and people just found it, it was too con- too convoluted and confusing for its own good. So hopefully, yeah, we've got something that's a little bit more, I mean, down-to-earth, uh, if, if someone can be down-to-earth. It's July 21 is when when both the movies are coming out in the States. Okay, and, yeah. so
0: so those are the... Uh, any, any other movies we should be looking out
1: for, Alistair? So I saw Across the Spider-Verse on Friday. Um, it has been out for about a month. It is utterly brilliant. It's the sequel to, um, Into the Spider-Verse, the animated spider movie where Miles Morales is the, you know, the, the main character and he plays a Spider-Man. Um, and I just think, especially for children, I think it's just it's exceptionally strong movie. It's very pretty. It's beautifully drawn and it's got all kinds of different interesting characters that are quite hilarious at times. Just, yeah, such a creative film, great sound. And then, of course, don't forget that the next Mission Impossible movie is also coming out, um, very soon. So I'll quickly check, um, and that's the last, uh, second last Mission Impossible movie, Dead Reckoning Part 1. On the 12th of July, that's coming out. I think it'll be the 14th in South Africa. Um, yeah, and there's one more after this. This is the one that Tom Cruise filmed in Hood Sprites, part of it.
0: Ah, uh, interesting. Okay. So we'll get to see that. Interesting about, uh, about bringing Mission Impossible back. It kind of, it kind of reminds me of of the fact that they redid uh, Maverick, the movie, which which actually uh, had actually pretty good reviews. So I wonder whether the, they'll get it right with something like Mission Impossible, which also had its own kind of iconic uh, sense about it. You know, you, you don't really want to go back and watch MacGyver movies because that spoils it. But uh, I, I do wonder if. If the kind of Mission Impossible ideas still play so well in the kind of world that yeah, we live I, in today.
1: I, I think they know exactly what they're doing with this. Um, it's the seventh Mission Impossible film. Um, and it's something that, you know, Tom Cruise is really passionate about. He produces it. He's, he's got a lot to do with it. I, I think, yeah, it's in it, it's safe hands. The past couple of Mission Impossible movies have been really exceptionally strong films, very entertaining action movies. They always find something. To get you, at least there'll be a ridiculous stunt scene, which Tom Cruise will do himself. So <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we can, we can say this is safely in Tom Cruise's hands. It's going to be a good movie.
0: Uh, all right. Well, then uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to chat about this. Um, Ricky Fowler, uh, Alistair, what's, uh, what's going on with him?
1: Yeah. So he, he, Ricky Fowler is my favorite golfer. He won, um, yesterday afternoon or last night, uh, for the first time in, since 2019. Um, so, and he's just a very entertaining character. Um, he, yeah, he, he, won there in Detroit, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. It's in two weeks time. It's the open championship. So that's the, you know, the next major. Yeah. And I just think for people who watch sport, this is quite a, f- a fun comeback story. He nearly lost his professional card at one point. And he's now managed to just get such form back this year. And he's now finally one on two. I mean, the, the last sort of four weeks, he's been top five. Um in each time as he's played so that's a bit of excitement, you know, in the lead up to the next majors. But um I have a little bet running with a friend that he'll win a major for four thirty five, he's thirty four, so I need him to to win this week or this month.
0: Certainly very, very interesting. But if you're a very serious person and you like strawberries, then you will be happy to know that Wimbledon is starting today.
1: Yeah, it's back. Um for the first time in twenty years. The top seed at Wimbledon isn't called Marie Federer Nadal or Djokovic, um, but his name is Carlos Alcaraz. He is like 20 years old. And even though he, he had cramp in, uh, in the French Open semifinals a few weeks ago and ended up losing that semifinal to Djokovic, even though he had been a set up, I think there's a, there's a bit of excitement around him. There's excitement around the, these younger guys that they're finally breaking through. Obviously, Federer is retired. Nadal is not great for his career, unfortunately. Um, going forward, that you know, he might play next year. So, yeah, hopefully it will be someone interesting. I'm not a Djokovic fan, so I'll, I'll be supporting anyone but Djokovic at Wimbledon, even though it does look like it's Djokovic is to lose. Interesting. Very, very
0: interesting. Now, music-wise, also some stuff to look forward to. Ramfest Music Festival? Uh,
1: what about that? Yeah. So, so Ramfest is back. Um It's happening at the beginning of September. It's Been gone short for years or so, at least four years. It's kind of like an alternative, uh, not always metal, but often metal festival. Um, And they said they're going to announce this week they'll be announcing um, the lineup. So, and that's, yeah, that will be happening on the 1st of September in Stellenbosch, 2nd of September in Victoria. Two international acts are apparently coming. We don't know who they are yet. But this literally was announced on, I think, Thursday night that it's back. And they're sold out their early bird tickets by Friday afternoon. So people are really hungry for live music.
0: I was going to ask you, your your sense of the rock scene in, in, in South Africa. I mean, when, when we were growing up 20 years ago, can I say that? I don't know. Um, that there was, uh, there was a kind of a, a South African rock moment and it seemed to die off, but I'm seeing more and more, uh, as a complete non-music aficionado, uh, that there all seem to be these sort of startup garage South African bands that are are doing a bit of rock, a bit of punk rock, uh and doing a, a bit different. I don't know if, if, if that's a trend that you're picking up as well.
1: Yeah, look, um, I, I would say rock is not the premier um, kind of genre at the moment. It's definitely hip hop in South Africa, house, I'm a piano, uh, you know, dance music. I'm seeing American um,
0: influences talking about Amapiano Piano all of all of a sudden, like, as, piano, like There you go, like as America's um, like new interesting sound, which I think is very interesting. But anyway, carry on. Yes, rock.
1: Yeah, so so, so I think rock has kind of taken a bit of a backseat in recent years. However, it's always always going to you know people starting garage rock bands, um starting bands, being creative, trying things, and yeah. So there's a little bit of a scene. They have gigs at places like the Irish Club in London once a month. You'll see bands playing um my band is actually reforming for my birthday that's the near missus um and hopefully you'll be able to do a few more gigs after that um yeah but as i say i think Rock's taking a bit of a backseat i mean the, the other festival which has just been announced is called hey neighbor it's brand new it's going to be a three-day festival in december out in pretoria and they are bringing kenrick lamar who is arguably the probably the best hip-hop artist right now in the world he's definitely top five Incredibly talented, creative guys, So he's coming, that's really exciting. And um, also the Chainspokers are coming. Okay. just House Nightfield is coming, even though they said they were gonna break up, but they never do. Um yeah, So it's, it's a really exciting lineup, and there's still more acts to come. Sure, that's gonna, that, I mean,
0: just those three together, that's a serious concert. I mean, that's, you know, it's the, I, I, it's like a mini Coachella in some respects, that's, except that Coachella I obviously think that's isn't what they
1: hip-hop. are trying to establish here uh, is to create I suppose Africa's Coachella, South Africa's Coachella. Um, and it seems that Pretoria is becoming the, the center of music. So, yeah, lots of events. Obviously, we, we lost the dome in in um, Joburg. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to find a new venue to replace that. So the, the Sun Arena there in Pretoria is the place. Um The only thing is it's not the largest venue, so it sells up very quickly. Um, and you'll see that, like, George Ezra is going to play in the middle of July. He's there, and they sold that out already. Yeah, so people in South Africa do have money to, to entertain themselves I, see, I suppose they are big fans of live events we have the weather for it so well, yeah, especially, especially, we'll have new especially, the
0: especially in December it's a, a, serious, uh, yeah. a serious thing All right, so that, uh, that's some good stuff to, to um, look forward to so when in December is Kendrick coming because I think uh,
1: some listeners will be very excited to hear that but that's the beginning of uh, the month. The exact days is eighth to the tenth of December, so it's it's right into that whole K December. You know, it's just before the country sort of shuts down around the sixteenth. So yeah, it's the week exactly. before eighth to the tenth. So it's it's a it's a premium time. It's a premium festival. Um, yeah. So we, I, I think people are just really excited to see what uh, it's called that the, the Hey Neighbor Festival to see how this goes. It's the first one. Uh, but yeah, tickets are being sold. Khalid is also coming. I even forgot about that. It's another sure. big artist. Even though wow. I think he's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I, he has no talent. But Yeah, uh, people are going to be at that festival. It's not cheap. You're, you're looking at tickets in the thousands. But wow, okay, yeah, it's, it's about. a why group could Glen Twenty One. It's an interesting um, name, Hey in Neighbor. That's, that's yeah. kind of strange. I, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> but um, yeah. It, it, we just, we, uh, the, there's more festival and not information at z Okay. And I great. think people are like eager to see what else is also announced because that's only been the first phase of artists that they've. All right.
0: No, so that far. definitely sounds like something exciting. Of course, a nice thing to do early December before we get to the 16th, which is the official day when you can then say, thank you so much for your phone call. We'll get back to you in the new year. Alistair? If people want to see any of your cultural outputs, including perhaps, uh, where you might be playing your next gig, where can they do that?
1: So I'm, I'm available at alistatpropertyflash.su.todo. That's my email. Um, I run Property Flash. That's my main site. And then you'll see me popping up sometimes on the Times, um, Sunday Times and other publications. Um, yeah, the, the, and the next gig is a private party, but after that, hopefully we'll be able to do, to do more shows in August.
0: Amazing, amazing. As Anderson, our regular cultural correspondent, thank you so much for joining us on High FM. Thank you. Thanks, Benji. See you then. I'm Benji Shulman. This is 101.9.